Hello, friends and family, and welcome to another episode of Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. I am super excited to have you join us on this Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, like we do every Thursday night. And this Thursday night is no different. We have another amazing guest in our studio tonight, Queen Fachina Kirkendall. She is a survivor, and we're going to talk about what her to where she is today so you know what we do every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern standard time go ahead and grab your favorite drink make yourself comfortable sit back and enjoy the ride because you're finally at home at keeper's place so don't go anywhere stay tuned welcome to keeper's place the keeper murdoch show and podcast we hope that by the end of our show you left feeling empowered motivated and connected so come on in the room Grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Because you're finally at home at Kiever's Place. Now give it up for our host and producer, Coach Kiever Lernice Murdoch. And welcome back to Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and podcast. So before I bring her on the stage, let me just tell you a little bit about who is joining us in our studio tonight. Again, her name is Fachina Kirkendall. She was once a victim and now a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. And she has turned that trauma into something phenomenal, not only for herself, but to also help other women to overcome traumatic experiences. And out of her experience, she birthed a blog talk radio, which is something we're going to talk about a little bit in the show called Chronicles of a Favorite Woman. So I'm going to go ahead and bring her up on the stage so we can dive right into who she is and what she has going on. So welcome, welcome, welcome to Keeper's Place. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you? Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. I'm so glad to finally get you here in the studio. And yes. friends and family, this is like, this is collaboration to the T. We actually met on another platform. We were yes. both, um, yes, correct? Yes. And you were on all my podcasts too. So, I mean, you're right. It's all about collaboration. That's right. That's right. And this is, and this is just, so powerful just to see, you know, strong women, like-minded women with the same mindset, the same goals, the same vision, able to work together collectively. And it goes back to exactly what I said, collaboration over competition any day. So welcome. Yes, exactly. I just want to say like, again, once again, well, first of all, to God be the glory, number one. And uh, thank you for um, extending the olive branch for me to be here to share my story. Um, I really appreciate it. So I don't want to get ahead of myself. So I'm going to let you steer the boat. <laughs> well, let's actually dive right in it. Um, give them a little bit of background, first of all, of who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, my name is Fuchina Kirkenall. Um, I was actually born in New Jersey, raised in the South, and actually currently reside. I can't say currently. I've been in, in an Atlanta, Georgia area for like nine years now, but that's where I am. Um, I am the CEO and founder of Chronicles of a Favorite Woman. And it is. it started off with this testimony, as Ms. Kiever mentioned earlier, I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. And I decided that 
I was no longer become the victim anymore. I was becoming a victor. And I knew that I asked God if he could help me get through this, I will help other people and pay it forward. And that's why I'm here today to help not just not just me, because you're, you know, sharing the story is a part of my healing process, too. But it's also to help and give that give that fire to ignite a flame to help other people to want to do it as well. So no longer stay in this silence. No more. No more. You know, and that's so amazing. I didn't even realize that you and I share so many similarities. Like we spoke briefly a while ago, but just getting you prepared for the show, like we share so many similarities and we are from almost the same neck of the neck of the woods. Yes. Yeah. And uh, dealt with um, childhood sexual assault. So if you feel comfortable. Give us a little bit of background of how that um, initiated and how it affected you. And then we're going to talk into how you became a victim to a victor. Sure. So I was uh, molested between the age of kindergarten and third grade. And it was by a family member, you know, and as a child, you know, when you're violated by someone who's supposed to protect you, um, that's very traumatic. It's a very traumatic experience because those are, that's the person that's supposed to protect you. So your boundaries are automatically just warped. So everything is done. So I got to a point where I just didn't trust anyone. And that included family. That especially included family. I was I lived in an era, no pen against my family, uh, where, you know, children were seen and not heard. You know, you're from the country. You understand exactly where I'm saying. You know, you were seen and not heard. And unfortunately, when you live in that type of environment, there is so much secrecy and stuff that goes on. So I was forced to live with this in silence until finally, as an adult, you know, not realizing, you know, I did what I could do to survive. And as a result, you know, I was dealing with people judging me, not realizing why I was acting the way I was acting, but no one took the time to find out why I was acting or I was lashing out the way I was acting out. So not only had to deal with the molestation part, now I got to deal with the judgment part. I got to deal with the talking about part. I got to deal with the backbiting part and that's family. So, you know, it's one thing to deal with strangers, but when you got to deal with it in your inner circle, you know, that's just hard, but you, we do what we have to do as a result. And that is so true. And that is one thing where I'm, I'm seeing more of, you know, um, victims that that's been abused in their childhood finally stepping forward and, you know, speaking up because, like you said, that was something that was not encouraged when we were coming up. And mm-hmm. I hate that saying, I hate that saying, what happens here stays here, you know, because yes. you're not, you are really not doing anybody a good service by not speaking up. So it's really important for us who have dealt with situations like that to to teach those coming up behind us to, you know, speak on it. It's your Mm -hmm. story. It's your truth. So we do not have to, you know, sit in shame, sit silent, speak up. It's so important. Exactly. You know, you want to do that, you know, 
Unfortunately, when you have that, whatever happened in this house stays in the house, it really doesn't have anything to do with the victim. It has to do with how is it going to make us look mm-hmm. type of thing, unfortunately. But the truth of the matter is you weren't the one violated. You weren't the one who had to go through the pain. You're not the one who had to go through everything painful that you had to go through. But And you don't care. <laughs> what you care about is how it's going to look for other people. So do you actually really care? You know, and unfortunately, it's like a generational curse. It really is. I, you know, let's just I'm gonna just put the truth out there. You know, it really is. But we just got to get to a point where we have to break that generational curse and realize that, that that's not of God. That's not of God. You know, it really isn't. You know, and we have to take a stand. And I'm finally at a point, even at the age of 50, where I will not allow anything to disturb my peace. So I'm just going to encourage those who may be going through at this point, it's time for you to speak up and to speak out. You cannot live in somebody else's jail cell because you're trying to protect their feelings and their emotions. It is your peace of mind that you have to protect at all costs. That's right. And I think you just said something, Fachina, that was so important about um, abuse being a generational curse or or a generational cycle. And it's so sad. Once I started to talk about my abuse as a child, I realized just from speaking up that so many of my family members were affected the exact same way. And guess what? They didn't tell anybody either. Yes. That is so sad, right? Yeah. It's because of the shame. It's because of the shame that, you know, that was put on them for whatever reason. Um, It's the shame and the guilt. But the truth of the matter is you should not put the blame where it needs to go. The blame goes to the abuser and not the abusee. Take the shame off. Because you should not be wearing the shame for something that you had no control over. Period. We have to we have to find the courage. Sometimes we get afraid, and it's okay. That's a natural reaction. But you know what? Do it afraid. That's right. God said, "You step out on faith. I got you." And when you all you have to do is take the first lead, because when we take step out on faith, we don't know where we're going to end up. We just have to trust and believe that he has us. And ever since I made that step, he has not let me fall yet. And the thing about it is once you actually start speaking on it, it becomes easier. And, and it becomes a healing process. Exactly. Yes. Yes, yes. And that's what people don't realize. You know, once you are to that point to where you can speak on it, then the more you talk about it, the more you put it out there, the better you feel. And you start to feel whole again. Like it literally took me a year to two years to really start to feel whole because for 43 years, I'm 43. You know, I felt Mm -hmm. like something just was not right something wasn't settled you know um and i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna keep it 100 you know i i get along easy with people but i still struggle with building relationships like building long-lasting relationships and that is something as a grown woman i still yes that but what i can say is from me standing and speaking in my truth 
I can definitely tell a difference where I was five, 10 years ago versus where I am now today. Do you find that to be true as well? Very much so. I'm 50. And what I've learned is, as my brother told me, Chena, don't just put take down your first face, first layer, take down your second layer too. Because I was one that, you know, you come at me the wrong way, I'm going to chop you up immediately because that was always my defense mechanism to keep my safeguard. So I learned to respond versus react. Mm -hmm. And when I learned to do that, be like, you know what, I'm glad I didn't do that because, you know, they really didn't mean that. After all, I just heard what I wanted to hear. So I'm learning to do that. And as I'm learning to do that, you know, I've noticed that in time healing is starting to come. Not everybody is out to hurt me like my my uh, my molester did. Not everyone is trying to take advantage of me as those people that did. There's actually some genuine people because I will tell people when one person cuts you, don't bleed on other other people because it's that fair. That's right. It's a process, but it's a process. I don't want you to think that it's overnight and you come to Jesus and you think that because you come to Jesus. No, it's a process. It is a process to get to the place. And you are so right. And I'm so glad you said that because a lot of people do think, you know, once once they get saved or they convert from, um, you know, a sinner to live in that Christian life that once they are under that umbrella, they're automatically healed. And it is a process. It's a daily walk. It's like your faith. It's like your salvation. You know, the Bible tells us to renew it every day. So you really have to literally consciously put that one foot in front of the other to get through that healing process because it really is a healing process. But if you do that, if you do the work, that it requires to get where you need to be, you'll be able to look back and you won't even like remember, you know, that exactly. same person that was back there. And that's that's when you get to just that beautiful feeling, that feeling of wholeness, that feeling of completeness, you know, I mean, that feeling of joy. Mm-hmm. And now, just, not only that, please know, it's not gonna be a perfect walk, okay? We all fall short of his glory. Even at the age of 50, I still fall short, okay? Because I remember when I got saved, I thought that I was going to be healed and delivered and all this, and I would catch the Holy Ghost and blah, blah, blah. And as soon as that someone triggered a memory, all Hades broke loose in me. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought I was saved. I thought you were supposed to heal me. Wait, what was going on here? Mm-hmm. But it was the process. I took the first step, but now there was the healing that had to go on. What I recognized is I had deep roots that needed to be exposed and plucked out and destroyed. I had to expose it. And once you recognize that, you start making them baby steps. Yeah, you fall, but guess what? You don't stay stuck. You just say, okay, you you almost got me there, but I'm going to keep it moving. And I'm going to keep it moving until you get to that point. Because it comes, it becomes uncomfortable. Because be honest with you, Kiva, we get comfortable to pain. Let's mm-hmm. just, let's just be honest. We get comfortable to pain, and sometimes we end up in addictions like I did, or whatever that your vice is. We become comfortable with it. We know it's not good for us, but we know it's faithful, so we're gonna stay with it. But you got to get uncomfortable 
being, you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable until uncomfortable becomes comfortable. So you got to be like Les Brown. You got to want it. You got to be hungry to want your deliverance. You got to be hungry to want freedom. You got to be hungry to want your peace of mind. So you got to do whatever you need to do. You got to want it like it is a, a matter of life and death, because that's what it is. Either you want to live or you want to die. You cannot stay in bondage, especially your own jail cell you're putting yourself in. That's exactly right. And what I like to compare it to is you you have to get raw. Like you really have, have to allow yourself to peel back those layers. You have to yes. get raw in order for you to start to heal. Yes. Yes. So let me yeah. ask you, because I know that at some point something had to inspire you to want to start speaking out. Can you pinpoint that one thing that that just was like, you know what, this is the this is it. I'm not holding it in anymore. So what what actually brought you to the point where you're now speaking out? Um, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. As a result of uh, molestation, I ended up addicted to two things, pain and sex. And um, it was my last encounter of being with someone in a relationship without realizing that my addiction had me making some stupid decisions. And I was like, you know what? If it's going to allow me to make decisions such as this, I'm done. I can't do this no more. And I finally decide, you know what, Lord, I want, I always Loved. I had something for me to do. And I always knew it was going to be something I love to do, which is talk. So I said, this is how serious I am. I'm going to go abstinence, cold turkey, because that's the only way I know how to give up anything is cold turkey. And I meant it. Now, that first year, it was a struggle. I ain't going to lie. It was a struggle. But I was determined. I meant what I said, and I made a covenant with him. And I've only made two covenants in my life, and that was one of them. And I met what I said. And to this day, I, gosh, I think it's over five years now. I don't remember anymore. But I was just determined. I'm not going back. And I said, if you deliver me, if you help me, I will go back and help other people and let them know if he, if you could deliver me, then I know you could deliver anybody. Because I, I done been out there. And I want to help other young women and, uh, and other men too, but women to, to let them know where you are now is not where you're headed. It's just a testimony. So when I hear young women, when I mentor young women, they were like, well, Miss Chena, we can't believe you used to be like that. That's the beautiful thing about grace. When he delivers you and come and get you, you look nothing like where he brought you from. He will wash you if you are hungry enough. He will come and get you where you are. He will clean you. He will dust you off. He will put the breath of life in you because he heard your cry. He saw your cry. He heard your tears. He's seen it. And he will give you a new walk. He will give you a new talk. And he will give you a plan of action to move forward if you are serious about what you want to do. That's right. And what people don't realize, too, is that we are our biggest critic because once yeah. you completely turn your life over to God, he says he doesn't even remember it anymore. Yes. But we hold ourselves prisoners. Yeah. 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 The freezer effect. Yeah. We go back to the freezer. Yep. 
I love mm -hmm. it. I love it. So let's talk about Chronicles of a Favorite Woman. So I yes. know out of out of all of this, God gave you a baby and you birthed Chronicles of a Favorite Woman. So tell us about that. Believe it or not, he gave me he gave me that he gave I was that was birthed in me 2008. I was in a I was going to a church in Charleston and I was just, I got the vision. I was just writing it down, writing it down, writing it down. So I, I wrote it down in a notebook, didn't do anything with it. In 2011, I got introduced to, uh, to blog talk radio. I set up the account, didn't do anything with it. Just chucked it to the side. It wasn't until 2019, I was watching Steve Harvey morning, um, Steve Harvey show late night. I never watched his show, but that night I was drawn to it. And Tyra Banks was on it. And they were talking about those who just step out on faith to start things they'd never done. And Tyra Banks talked about starting a new cosmetic line. Now he was, God was already dealing with me. Like it's time for you to come out. It's time, I'm ready for you to come out. And she mentioned about how she went back to school. She was doing this and sacrificing. And she said, she said one thing that caught my attention. She said she just held her breath and stepped out on faith. And it was that that moment. I said, you know what? What's stopping me? I mean, what's stopping me? I'm going to hold my breath. And I'm going to step out on faith. And at that moment, that's when I set a date. I knew when I set a date, that was August 11th of 2019. I was not going to go back. I knew I would be committed. And that's when I set the date for my first air date for Chronicles. Now, I used to be a father woman. And then God dealt with me and said, you're no longer broken. And that's how it became woman this past year when I started my third year. But I couldn't think of the first show, how to start the show. And so I was talking to one of my best friends and she had to do a speaking engagement. And she was saying 15 reasons why she didn't want to to talk. I said, oh, that's the title of the show. <laughs> 15 reasons why I didn't want to do the show. So I asked her, of course, I said, and then she actually co-hosted the show with me that night uh, for that day. 15 reasons why I didn't want to do this show. And ever since then, it just took off. Now, and, and here I am now getting ready to go into, um, I believe what, the fourth year, I think. So it's just been a phenomenal journey. And I've gotten to meet so amazing people such as yourself, you know, Sister Jackie, it's just so many people. And then some of the lives that have been, I've been introduced to. God is just so awesome. It's the a wonderful platform. It yeah, is. It's a wonderful platform. I love that, you know, and you are so much like me. What you see is what you get. You're so down very transparent, very honest, genuine, and I just gravitate towards people like that. Yes. Wonderful yes. show. Yes. So yes, we, I'm loving what you're doing. Thank you. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to break down Chronicles of Her Favorite Woman because I realized in doing my studies, you, your Chronicles of Her Favorite Woman is pretty much broken down into three key elements. So yes. I want to talk a little bit about that and then we will let our uh, viewers know how they can get in contact with you as well as watch listen, excuse me, listen and engage in your show. So friends and family, don't go anywhere. We're not done yet with Miss Pachina Kirkendall. So stay right here. We'll be right back. So stay tuned.
Missionary leader, Dr. Takima Dorsey, presents the It's Time to Go Deep Summit, the number one international development summit transforming urban markets. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit is not a normal summit. It's a game-changing summit. The mission of the It's Time to Go Deep Summit is to provide personal development and business growth training to nonprofits, small businesses, and entrepreneurs while increasing resources to the urban market. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit is uniquely different because it is the only summit focused on transforming the urban market by providing training resources to leaders and managers so they can become the resources needed in their community, their industry, and themselves. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit speakers are experts in their industries and remain excited to serve, increase greater impact, and to leave the legacy they are destined to do as did their ancestors. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit goal is to share proven methodology and best practices to current and aspiring leaders and managers for success in business and in life. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit's objective is to assist in the formulation of a blueprint framework, system, or process for attendees that evoke immediate action. Professional and personal training are ongoing goals needed for positive and transformational growth and development. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit focus is on closing the disparities and barriers that exist by meeting nonprofits, small business owners, and entrepreneurs where they are. The theme of this year's summit is learn what you don't know and teach what you do. Grab your free virtual ticket now at www.itstimetogodeepsummit.com. Hey everyone, this is Kiasha Hill, transformational life coach and author of 30 Days of Different Ways to Love Me. You're currently watching Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch show and podcast. Please stay tuned. So much more to come. Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At Easy Way Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotions, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business the competitive edge to stand out. Our highly experienced experts will not only help you increase your online presence, but also provide you with a proven online strategy to help you increase the value of your company and make acquiring new customers easier. So what are you waiting for? Contact us today and let us help you grow your business exponentially. Welcome back to Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. If you are just joining us, we have Miss Fachina Kirkendall in our studio tonight. And we are talking about how she became, she went, excuse me, from a victim to a victor in birth, Chronicles of a Favorite Woman. So we're going to bring her back on the stage and we're going to finish our conversation. So come on back, Miss Fachina. Welcome back. Thank you. 
So before our break, we were introducing to our viewers tonight Chronicles of a Favorite Woman. And then I realized that you really have three key elements to Chronicles of a Favorite Woman. So I wanted to just talk about that really briefly before we go into how our viewers can contact you. And what I discovered is your three elements were increasing awareness, forgiveness, and paying it forward. So tell us a little bit about that. How did that come about for you? Actually, I started uh, speaking on platforms um, uh, about it and because uh, that's how it started, just speaking on platforms about it, regarding it. Uh, and as a result of it, as a result of it, it ended up with three key principles when I had to break it down when speaking to people. And uh, the first of it is discovering and utilizing your voice. Two, the importance of forgiveness. And three, the uh, the importance of paying it for it, meaning going back to help other people. Because that's very important when it comes to when, you, when God brings you through something, it is your right. It is your responsibility to go back and help others. He did not deliver you for you to keep it to yourself. Say it again you know? for the people that's in the back. Yeah. It yes. is your, God delivers you from something. Mm -hmm. It is your right. It is your responsibility to go back and help others to do the same. It is not, it is selfish of you to keep it to yourself. That's exactly right. And what people may not realize is that even, you know, I'm a firm believer that God knows exactly how much you can bear. And yes. he will only give you what he feels you can handle. We may not understand the test or the trials at that time, but there is a reason you were chosen to endure yes. what you are enduring. It's because God knows that you are strong enough to overcome what you're currently going through during that situation. But just like mm -hmm. you just said, once he brings you out, there's a testimony in every yes. test. In everything. everything. Yes. Yes. So That's it's really right. important to share that because there we're not the only one. We may feel no. at that moment that we are the only one. Nobody understands, you know, oh, what was me? But believe yes. it or not, you're not the only one. However, you may be exactly what that next individual need to understand what they need to do, how they need to step, how they need to move, how they need to speak, what they need to listen to in order to overcome what they are going through. Because the exactly. game, uh, the game never changes. It's just the players. Same script, different cast. That's it. That's mm -hmm. exactly right. I'm going to have to bring you back. I'm going to join you. Anytime, anytime. Yes. So I know before we dive into how they can reach you, a couple things. I want to know more on a personal level. Your first question is, what's your pet peeve? What's your biggest pet peeve? Being blindsided. That's a good one. That's a good one. My next question is, I know you are a busy woman. You are a mother, a grandmother. You are an and um, activist, you're an advocate, but I want to know what do you do to make sure that you are good? Because it's so important. 
crucial. Um, what do you do to make sure that you are good? Maintain my line and my line in the sand and make sure nothing disturbs my peace. So that means maintaining my relationship with God. And if anything disturbs my peace, they have to get evicted or uh, uh, recategorized somewhere. My my peace does not get disturbed for no one. You know, and it's something about when you're over the age of 40. Yes, ma'am. You will never understand. It was like once once I hit 40, it was like a light bulb went off. All and when you turn 50, it's going to be even better, honey. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm I'm 50, you're going to be like this, done. <laughs> done. <laughs> I am like that now already at 43. Done. Like, yes. the foolishness got the step to the left because I yeah. have. And I'm telling you, I'm like that with everything and everyone. Mm -hmm. That includes my children, my family, that includes friends, associates. If you disturb my peace, you have to go. I'm going to put you on a pause. I'm going to put you on a, D a DNA. I'm going to put you on a, I'm going to call you back when you, you call me back when you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I am yeah. there now, but man, like, and it's so important because I mean, and that's one thing that people take for granted is having a peace of mind. It is. And when you get that peace of mind, Kiva, you get hungry. Once you have it, you're going to fight for it. Ain't nobody going to take my peace of mind. I worked too hard to get to this point. Exactly. And you will fight for it. You're not, you're not going to let anything or anyone disturb it. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, this is where my arrogant side comes in. I am too fine and too smart to let anything or anyone disturb my peace of mind because I got children and grandchildren and I am creating generational wealth for them. So I cannot allow anything disturbing it. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. On that note, you are, this has been so good. I have enjoyed having you here. Like yes. I said earlier, you are welcome back. I feel like we almost need a part two. So I agree. I that on both ends because right. I just told you I need you to come back. Uh, you gotta come back. <laughs> I enjoy myself on your show. Matter of fact, tell them when and how they can listen to your show. Okay, a couple ways. Of course, there's a uh, blog talk radio. Now, this is the long part, which is www. It comes on on Sundays at 930, 9.30 um, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, you can go to blog talk radio. So it's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash chronicles of a fondled woman. Or you could just go to blogtalkradio.com and then look for Chronicles of a uh, excuse me Chronicles of a favorite 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 woman. Uh, if you're on my Facebook page, I'm also I also do Facebook Live. So those who are on my Facebook page, you can always catch it live on Facebook. So if you need to reach out to me, I think I'm going to hit myself. I'm so sorry. Um, you can also email me at uh, c is in Charlie o a f woman at gmail.com that's c-o-a-f woman at gmail.com now if you see something and um i'm also on a facebook and also instagram at fuchina k uh, fuchina kirkinall and that's um 
at Fuchina, F-O-U-C-H-I-N-A, Kirkendall, K-I-R-K-E-N-D-O-L-L. And if you go on Facebook, all you have to do is type in Fuchina Kirkendall. You're not going to find but one person. And you can you can also DM me there and just let me know that you actually saw me on the Kiva Murdoch show. And that's all I need to know. Awesome. 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 Well, like I said, I am looking forward to being back on Chronicles of a Favorite Woman. Yes. And you are definitely going to be back on season four that we, we will be coming back in um, February of 2022. So I yes. am looking forward. That's my birthday month. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. That'll be a great way to celebrate too. Bring yes. In. Yes. That'd yes. Awesome. All right. Well, listen. Um, friends and family, thank you guys so much. I hope you have enjoyed our show with Miss Fratina Kirkendall. And you can definitely catch us every Thursday night, 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard a guest on our show just like Miss Pacina Kirkendall that you can definitely reach out to us at uh, tiny URL for and I will have the ticker going down at the bottom tinyurl.com forward slash Kiever's place booking again that's Kiever's place booking so you can definitely reach out to us we are taking cast for season four for 2022 I cannot believe that we are almost yeah. into another year yes so definitely reach out to us you can also connect with me on Facebook Instagram and link tree and LinkedIn as well at Kiva Lernice Murdoch. So until next week, family, you already know what we do. We will not be live next Thursday. We will not be live next Thursday. We want you to enjoy your family members for Thanksgiving, but please come back and watch one of our amazing replays that will air on Thanksgiving night. So after all the turkey, the football games and all of that, you just need a way to unwind. You can definitely join us right here next Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So until next week, continue to share, connect, and glow because growing your network also grows your net worth. So until next time, peace and blessings. Thank you for watching and good night. Thank you for watching Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. Tune in every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Kiever's Place. To be a guest on our show, text the word guest to 803-368-3030 or visit us at tinyurl.com slash Kiever's Place book and watch us on apple tv roku and amazon fire as we're broadcasting in more than 60 million homes worldwide